It is World Parkinson's Day. And this year, a global alliance of Parkinson's organizations from over 80 countries are mobilizing to spark change by calling on people impacted by the disease to stand up, speak out, and unite to end Parkinson's. Larry Gifford is National Director of Talk Radio for Chorus Entertainment, host of the When Life Gives You Parkinson's podcast, and my boss, and he joins the Kelly Cotrera Show. Larry, I'm so happy to have you on. Oh, it is my pleasure. What a what an honor. Well, listen, it it's a lot of stress because when you got to talk to the big boss on the show and it's something as important as, you know, Parkinson's, which you've been dealing with for quite some time now, you don't want to mess up. So before I started prepping for this interview, you know, I'm I'm stressed out a bit. I'm mopping my forehead, but then I do a deep dive and just realize well, cause it's Larry. He's a good guy. So I found out a couple of factoids that I had no idea about. Parkinson's is the fastest growing neurological disease on the planet. It affects 115,000 people in Canada. Per capita, Canada is the number one country in the world for diagnosis of Parkinson's disease. Are we simply better at diagnosing Parkinson's or does this point to an environmental link? Well, there's certainly an environmental aspect to the onset of Parkinson's meaning your environment, uh, in addition to your, you know, your, your genetic makeup, um, can be the one, two combo that's needed in order for you to have an onset of Parkinson's. Um, but not everybody exposed to the same chemicals will end up with Parkinson's. Some end up with other diseases, cancers or Alzheimer's, but certainly there's a lot of chemicals, uh, herbicides, uh, insecticides, uh, there's, there's, uh, uh, industrial cleaners and, when then you go to sports, you know, and concussions, and there's a lot of reasons why there's uh, Parkinson's onset, but it's growing faster than the rate of the population. So w- right now there's 10 million people in the world with Parkinson's and by 2040, that'll be 20 million. Wow. You know, many people are still under the impression that Parkinson's is an old person's disease, which when you stop and think about it, our most recognizable Canadian that's been suffering with Parkinson's is Michael J. Fox, and he was diagnosed at, at 29. Why do we still hold on to this Parkinson's and old people um, correlation? Well, you know, there's a couple things. First off, if you look up uh, Wikipedia, they've got a picture of like uh, from like 1800 that's an old dude uh, that's white. Uh, the, all the research that's been done uh, up until you know recently has been with white males um, because women don't get it, and you know it doesn't happen in other cultures. It, this disease is indiscriminate. It will hit anybody at any age, any cultural, uh, any culture, any country. I mean, it's 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 really uh, rather wicked. Uh, it's a scourge on the earth, and it needs to be eradicated. And that's what we're trying to do with uh, the PD Avengers and our new campaign, The Spark. Okay, so let's talk about The Spark. You're you're aiming to reclaim The Spark, and The Spark really is significant. Can you speak to why Parkinson's has decided to grab hold of this spark and run with it? Yeah, so there's a couple of reasons. First off, it's you know inspired by the the dopamine, which is the spark. You know, it's that happy drug we have in our brains. Uh, the chemical uh, is also released for movement. Hmm. So every time you want to pick up a cup of coffee or go for a run or do walk down the street or go down steps, you have to release dopamine ahead of the chemical messaging happening to your body. Well, by the time I was diagnosed and everybody's diagnosed, you've lost 80% of your dopamine producing brain cells. So that's a problem. Uh, so we we take medicine that's 50 years old now uh, mm-hmm. that is a dopamine replacement called levodopa. 
Um, but it's we we really need to um, to to find a way to you know bring all of these organizations together. Uh, and so we we decided we there should be a symbol like an umbrella symbol. Uh, and so we went through a process with some creative firms and uh, we we voted, uh, you know, all of our organizations that have agreed to work with us and with each other on an annual campaign for Parkinson's uh, and uh, came up with the spark. And it, it also sparks a conversation and it sparks uh, a, a, a movement for Parkinson's awareness and, and, and really to a movement to end Parkinson's disease uh, by raising more money and doing more research because science is typically slow, mm-hmm. but we're hoping, maybe we've learned something from COVID, if there's any silver lining there, uh, that when the government red tape falls and the research community decides to work together instead of competitively, uh, you can get a lot done quick. Sure. I know that the goal is, uh, this year, of course, not just to fundraise for medical breakthroughs, but it's also to break the stigma around the disease. Can you describe the stigma and how it affects you, Larry? Because I have to say, is it you know, and this might sound like I am, you know, playing up to the boss here. I don't find it gets in the way of anybody's impression of you. And maybe that's just because you're very approachable uh, and you're easy to talk to. But how how does Parkinson's and the stigma around it affect you normally? Well, sure. Yeah, I um there's internal stigma, like my own personal stigma that I have with the disease. And then there's external stigma. So the internal stigma is like when I was diagnosed, when you're diagnosed with a degenerative progressive brain disorder, um, you're like thinking, does my company want that person being the head of talk radio? <laughs> like, yeah. do I tell them? Um, and, and, and obviously I, I, the company has been great to me. So it was a good idea to tell them. Uh, but, but, and then you're like, uh, I went to my wife. I'm like, like, listen, you didn't sign up for this. If you want out, you can, this free pass, you can go. Like, really? I felt like I need to give everybody permission to just, because this was not part of our life plan. And I, so I had this personal stigma, like I trapped people into my life and that I was going to uh, be a burden. Um, and, uh, you know, this is just life. And this is, mm. everybody's going to deal with something. This is what I deal with take me a long time to come to that re- realization. And then externally, like when I'm not on my medication or I'm coming off my medication, like between pills, like I can be really uh, what they call dystonic, which is like dystonia or, or, or and dyskinetic. Um, so my feet okay, cramp, I, so it's I hard still to walk. And then I make these weird movements. Okay. Uh, and if I'm walking across the street, I look drunk, oh. but I'm not. And so right. when people will give me stares and glares or, Ugh. you know, you lose your balance um, and people just assume the worst. And it's, re- it, it, it's, it's, you know, uh, it, it's insensitive and it's, mm-hmm. it's, you know, uneducated. And so I just want to make people aware that you, you don't know people's situations. And it's, if you want to learn more about Parkinson's great website, worldparkinsonsday.com. Can you talk about the importance of exercise? Because I was most fascinated by this when I was looking around that some people actually, their tremors uh, stop when they start to to move. And if you if this is really, uh, if dopamine is the, is the precursor to movement and you're lacking dopamine, how does, that doesn't seem to make sense. Can you make sense of it for us? Well, so intensive exercise, uh, at least an hour and a half a week, but they, they'd like you to do it every day. 
uh, actually is the only prescription doctors can give us to slow the the progression of symptoms. Um, And it's what what it does. No one knows really why. Um, if you ask the researchers, they all have theories, but they haven't proven out why yet. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's, you know, it works. And the, the interesting thing is like, when I finally got diagnosed, I was, I, I was to a point where I could barely walk. I couldn't type with my right hand. I couldn't write with my type hand, with my right hand. I couldn't uh, put my hand in my pocket. Even I couldn't, I couldn't control my arm. Um, and then I was diagnosed with Parkinson's and I thought, oh, this is horrible. This is just like, this is as good as it gets. Like it's all downhill from here. And that's not the case. Like you can get some movement back through physical therapy, through exercise uh, and through medication. Um, And so um, that's one thing I think people need to know. If you get the diagnosis, it's not, it's not just downhill. It's there's ups and downs and every day is different and everybody is different. So if you know somebody with Parkinson's, it's not necessarily they're going to be on the same ride as Michael J. Fox and everybody's Parkinson's is different. I think it's really interesting that you said no one knows the why of the importance for exercise throughout this conversation. It strikes me as no one knows the why of uh, why some people present with some system uh, symptoms and other people don't have those symptoms. And no one knows the why around, uh, you know, why 10 to 15% of all Parkinson's cases are genetically caused. There's no cure. Treatment options vary, and uh, this is not a death sentence. So we are going to be seeing a lot of people, hopefully, sharing their spark today, which is their story um, about their uh, struggles and their wins when it comes to overcoming Parkinson's uh, throughout social media feeds, I imagine. Yeah, and so in, in the spark is a logo. Uh, and so you can go to worldparkinsonsday.com and we've got pre-designed graphics that you can share, or you can make your own, like we can give you all the, all the cool files to use. Uh, and, and it's really a way for people to personalize their experience because everybody's Parkinson's is different. We don't just want one symbol to be out there for everybody, but you use that symbol and you, you make it your own. Um, and, and it's, it's really important that people can own the disease. They, they, they it's theirs or harsher and and you know and uh, parkinson's just doesn't happen to one individual it happens to the whole family it happens to my friends it happens to my colleagues like everybody i come in contact with gets impacted by my parkinson's and so it's it's kind of interesting like you you, you may be listening to the radio going oh it's world parkinson's day and then tomorrow's another day and then somebody else is going to mark some other day and it doesn't right. mean much to you until you know somebody with the disease and you realize how much, you know, still needs to be done. You know, we're 205 years into this disease and we still don't have a cure. We still don't know exactly what causes it. We we're on drugs that are over 50 years old. Um, it's, it's time for us to invest a, a lot of more money into Parkinson's research and uh, get a handle on this before it gets too out of control. Well, I, you're extremely admirable to take your struggle and to turn it into a podcast. And when life gives you Parkinson's podcast, you can download it wherever you get your favorite podcasts. This is incredibly helpful, not only to people suffering from Parkinson's, but to their family members and to people like, uh, you know, colleagues that like myself, you know, listening to the podcast helps me relate to what you're going through, Larry. It's just, it's, it's not this title 
you know, this thing you're struggling with, I actually get to understand it and, and get inside your world. And although that world can be painful at times, I think it's so important that you're doing this. I really appreciate your time today, Larry. Well, thank you for giving me some space to discuss Parkinson's. And I encourage everybody, if you want to be an advocate or learn more, go to worldparkinsonsday.com. And you can also check out pdavengers.com. All right. Larry Gifford is National Director of Talk Radio for Chorus Entertainment, host of the When Life Gives You Parkinson's podcast, joining the Kelly Gutierrez Show on World Parkinson's Day.